Hey there, Film Festival Secrets fans. It's Chris Holland. Uh, I have big news coming up real soon, but in the meantime, I wanted to share this bonus episode with you. Um, this is a quick clip from a longer interview I did about a year ago with a filmmaker named Christian Kaniga. Christian, I think maybe the first former client I've ever featured on a podcast. Um, Christian is a filmmaker who uh, lives in the Netherlands and works all over the world. Um, he got his start in commercial and industrial filmmaking and short filmmaking. And he has a really interesting take on uh, his career as of late on, on the, the art and craft of filmmaking. Um, he'll tell you himself. He's not an artist. He doesn't like that label, but um, in terms of the craft of filmmaking, he has, uh, you know, his own, philosophy uh, in which he applies certain principles borrowed from a concept called the lean startup. And you can see what Kristen and his team are doing with this idea at longshipfilms.com. But I wanted to get this clip out here uh, because Christian is uh, crowdfunding his latest project. Uh, you can hit longshipfilms.com to see that. And I thought this clip would be a really good way to illustrate what he's doing and maybe draw some attention to, to that campaign. I think he is uh, one of the more interesting filmmakers I've come across in a while and would love for you to, to check out his project. Um, so like I say, after, you know, working in industrial and commercial filmmaking for a while, Christian decided, Hey, I can maybe try this independent feature filmmaking thing. And, uh, in the longer version of this episode, you'll hear more about, um, how he, you know, completed that project and what it was. Um, but eventually he came to me with this feature film, uh, it was called the right juice. And I was, you know, uh, went through the usual steps with him, um, got a hold of his film and started to watch it. And I was really surprised by how professional it was and um how it seemed like a romantic comedy with with a studio budget it had just a level of polish both in the plot and in the acting and in the production values that you don't see a whole lot in independent filmmaking uh so um eventually we managed to get the film premiered at the atlanta film festival and it played a couple more film festivals and did eventually secure some limited distribution, but it didn't quite have the success that Christian wanted. And um, I'll let him take it from here, but you'll see how he sort of arrived at the idea of lean startup filmmaking as a result of those experiences. We very soon discovered that we made the wrong film. Basically, we made a, a, a high quality, um, entertaining um yeah, uh, what's what's the word? I can't think of the word. But just just a regular movie. But we didn't have any stars in it. Um, and we found out that there's a grey zone. You either make an edgy, independent, gritty, you know, genre type thing, and then you can enter that whole kind of genre distribution and 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 festival circuit, or you have enough money to put stars and names on your poster, and then you go that. And anything in between is really struggling. So basically. A lot of a lot of sales agents and distributors came back to us and said, "Yeah, it's very good. We we thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's very funny, and we can't sell it." So, no to that. This all takes a huge amount of time and effort. Um, Chris went to went you know all the film markets and lots and lots of phoning and emailing back and forth with agents and 
Um, even when we got a sales agent who's still working, you know, working the, the, the circuit trying to get the film sold, so much effort and so much work. And, and one day Chris and I ended up sitting down like, wow, this takes a huge amount of work. There must be an easier way to do this in the indie kind of do-it-yourself DIY filmmaking circuit. And we came up with the, the, the germ of the idea of Launchship Films, which was about how can we accelerate the entire process, like from the birth of we're going to make a film from that spark to, okay, now we have an end product and it's on the market. This is, you know, there it is. We wanted to reduce that from the many, many years that it usually takes down to a very manageable five months. I started writing a formula to, to be able to do that. And, and I wrote the formula on how to make it. And Chris wrote the formula on how to pitch it and market it and, and kind of package it. And the entire lifespan of a long shit film from birth of concept to if we don't sell it. So if it doesn't sell into cinemas or onto VOD or, or you know, through, through an agent or a distributor or whatever is I think nine months and then it's, then it's online for free. If nothing, if nothing gets sold along the way, 10 months after we decided to shoot it, it's online for free. That's what we wanted to do. And we wanted to make many films. So the idea is to not make a film and then spend the huge amount of effort and time and energy trying to get that out into the world and sell it, but make a film full of creativity, full of passion, full of love, get it onto the market, see what it does, if people pick it up, great. If people enjoy it, great. If they don't, also great. Move on, make another one. Um, <clears throat> and somebody then said to me, well, that sounds a lot like Lean Startup. And I was like, well, what is Lean Startup? And Lean Startup is a concept. And it's very much what you see happening on Kickstarter all the time. You know, people come up with a, an idea for a new iPhone cable and they make a prototype and then they Kickstarter it and then they make it as, as good as they can and they throw it into the market. And a lot of the R&D on products has almost become the marketplace itself. So rather than the old sort of massive corporate model of tuning and fine-tuning and, and market researching and the, 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 the product for years and years and years and then finally putting it onto the market, no, people will put it out, uh, put things out and see if they play. And you see it specifically in, in software and apps you know, um, why not put the app out? You can always <laughs> send out an update. And and I kind of like that. It's very instant. It's very feedbacky. It's very listening to your audience. Um, you know, I'm reminded of the guys that brought out Angry Birds. That you know, it wasn't like that was their first game. They brought out hundreds of games, just trying to hit that sweet spot. And one of them worked, and that became the amazing success story that is Angry Birds. And it's the same kind of philosophy of, of just make and use that energy and that drive to channel back into the creativity and back into the producing and back into the making. And that's kind of what it's all about. Yeah. It sounds like though that you're applying lean startup concepts to the business of, of having a film studio, not to the making of films, right? Because you can't, you know, lean startup concepts are things like Belfast, right. And put out a minimum viable product. Right. And get feedback from your audience and go back and tweak the, the product to match that. Right. The problem is that, you know, a film, there's not a lot of opportunity to get feedback from your audience as, before the, you've got the finished product. Right. And unless you're going to go back and do a Luke Skywalker, no Luke Skywalker, a George Lucas, um, you, you know, there's, there's no opportunity to, to change the finished film. 
No, but there is an opportunity to take the lessons learned into the next film. So that's 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 more that's the, the twist on that. Because yes, you're right. You can't. I mean, it's very hard to send out a firmware update on a movie. <laughs> right. I mean, it was never going to work to to just simply ap- apply lean startup model mm-hmm. to films. But it's the I think it's the the thinking behind and the energy behind lean startup, which somebody ha- tapped into and said, "Well, that sounds like the the creative energy that births mm-hmm. lean startup idea." And so that's the parallel. And and minimal viable minimal viable is is tricky. It's a tricky concept because it sounds like just good enough. But I think that's an interpretation. And I think minimal viable is can be seen, and that's how I'm trying to see it, as great as you can make it with limited with, with limited possibilities, which is basically all indie filmmaking. In fact, it's all filmmaking. Every film is as great as you can make it within the limitations. Whether your limitation be you know, $100,000 that you've scraped together by borrowing it from your friends and family, or whether it be the 120 million that you've got from the studio, it's still making the most awesome thing you can within the limits of your means. And that is also minimal viable, because if I see viable as something that people want to watch and enjoy, that's not just good enough. That's got to be good, right? Right. Well, and, and, you know, I mean, it, you're comparing or, uh, the development of products or software or whatever, where a thing can be developed over time and made better mm-hmm. versus films, which are very much not that. TV is less so. Like, you could, you can and do change, you know, um, episodic television to yeah. sort of um, answer your, you know, give the greatest value for your customer, give them what they want. But with a standalone film, that's a lot harder. True. The, the, the software analogy was was more um, apps, uh, and, and and specifically in the, in the gaming arena, where you know a developer will bring out a game and not necessarily improve. I mean, one way is to bring it out, see what happens, and improve that that particular product. That's great. But another way is to is to take lessons learned and bring out a new product that incorporates lessons from that. So it's more that direction, which also happens a lot in 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 app development, especially games, which is also entertainment. So that's the sure. analogy. Um, and so, I mean, never it's never going to be a, a perfect match. It's it's simply an analogy. For a start, it's simply the belief that it is possible to create a quality, touching, interesting movie in 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 a different model. That that's for me the start of it. And personally, I think. Second Honeymoon, which was, you know, the first film we made under this kind of flag, I think it it does that. I hope other people do too. Uh, you got me thinking about this whole lean startup, uh, you know, uh, model, and I'm I'm curious about where sort of the the conflicts come in, because one of the one of the ideas here is you're you're throwing lots of things against the wall and learning lessons and figuring out what it is that your audience wants, or what happens when the thing that your audience wants, right, when the value for the customer is in conflict with the kind of movies you want to make? I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Throwing it at the wall and seeing what sticks, it's the, the throwing it at the wall and seeing what sticks is, is, for me, the that's the process that we do with ourselves, we the makers, whether we think it works 
which is what you do when you write a script or when you make a movie, you, you write something and you see, well, it, does it work? Most people in development for scripts and for, for features will always try and, and use the language of, well, what works rather than what do I like? Because that's very, very subjective. Um, so that's what we're doing here. We're trying stuff out and seeing if it works. And if we think it works, then we show people the film, then we put it into a film festival, then we try and get it distributed. I mean, one of the rules is if we think the film that we made doesn't work, we don't have to throw it out into the market. We're allowed to say, ah, this one didn't work. And I don't know how many filmmakers out there would tell you that uh, after having made a feature film and you know gone through all of that uh, trouble that they would say, hey, this isn't working. I'm not going to get it out there at all. And so, yeah, that's really intriguing and interesting to me. Uh, since this interview, uh, uh, Christian's made a few more films and uh, working on yet another. You can check out his work at Longship Films. As I publish this episode, there are a couple more days left in his latest project. And if you're listening to this further out than that, definitely drop in on Longship Films and see where his projects are now. I think uh, you'll be... I hope you'll be as interested as I am to uh, you know watch this concept go forward. Once again, Longship Films and you guys, uh, long, longshipfilms.com. Please stay tuned to filmfestivalsecrets.com for uh, big news coming up soon. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm.